Good evening, Dumb Nation, the Don't Unfriend Me Nation. It's an acronym. Don't take it personal. My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me. What are we talking about tonight? Democrats, 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 as always. Why are we talking about them? Well, Democrats just recently came out with a bill proposing to commemorate the thin blue line and police. Did I read that right? Are Democrats finally waking up, embracing the police? I can't believe it, folks. I'm abs. Yes? Right. Right. Really? Thank you. Folks, the producer that I don't have just uh, spoke in my ear, and I guess it's really not commemorating the police. It's another stunt. Pontification of the Democrats. They want to remember January 6th and the slain officers who didn't die because of January 6th. So it's in your craw forever, every single year, that you can remember the narrative that they've sold you. I will be right back, and we will cover that tonight. Thanks for tuning in to the Don't Unfriend Me show. I greatly appreciate it. My name is Matthew Spear. As I said earlier, and this is the Don't Unfriend Me show or the Breaking Truth show, which is a 10 to 15 minute show that we do uh, pretty much Monday through Friday. And then we go live at 830 at the Dumb Show across all channels. You can stop by thedumbshow.com and find out more details. I remember the night very clearly and it was hot. How do I know? Well, it was in Texas. It was July 17th. It was Dallas. We were in Houston and five officers were slain. There was a giant shooting that ultimately really shook people to the core. And the reason why it did wasn't necessarily the volume, although five officers dying is considered huge, big, it's a lot. More importantly, it was the way it was done military-style sniper shooting at a BLM protest, which was a peaceful protest, and there were a few of those, if you did not know. The problem is, is that I was sitting on the couch, and we were watching Fox News, and as I looked across the news channel, I saw a flash to a camera that was down on the ground, and you could literally see the pavement and then up into police squad vehicles, and there I could see boots, obviously police uniforms, and fallen police officers on the ground. It was only up for a fraction of a second before the producers took it off, realizing that the live feed was showing officers that were assassinated. This whole thing sticks in my craw. I was so frustrated and so upset as I come from a family of law enforcement, and I've always respected law enforcement. Nine other officers were injured. And they finally got the guy as he had himself barricaded in a parking level garage and they put in a robot to deliver him a radio, some food and a bomb that they detonated and killed him. Of course, liberals flipped out and said that his rights and civil rights were trampled upon. And my thoughts were good judge, jury and trial. If he can act with that extreme prejudice, why shouldn't we? Just recently, Pennsylvania State Senator Art Haywood plans to formally introduce a bill to honor January 6th day with state reps Ed Nielsen and Chris Rabb. The legislature said that the bill was to ensure first responders who lost their lives after the riot 
lost their lives after the riot. At the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, will never be forgotten. And I don't mean to be tongue-in-cheek, and I don't mean to be flippant. Gosh, I can't say, say that tonight. Wow. Uh, why isn't it January 7th, January 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, or when these officers unfortunately left this mortal coil? Wouldn't that be more apropos? No, it's really about January 6th. Ashley Babbitt, as you know, she was a 35-year-old Air Force veteran. She was shot in the Capitol while attempting to force her way into the White House chamber. There's no denying this. I've seen the video. I've done the story many times. And although I don't support shooting anyone who's unarmed, understand that the officers there, especially the Capitol Police, their responsibility was to defend those chambers. Right or wrong, whether you agree or disagree, that is the only person who died that day. And Ashley Babbitt was not an officer. Another person died during the riot after suffering a drug overdose. But once again, that has nothing to do with the riot. This isn't COVID, folks. Just because you die doesn't mean it was because of COVID. Two others died from medical emergencies. Brian Sicknick, a friend of a friend, was a 42-year-old Capitol Police officer and was pepper sprayed during the chaos, and he died the next day after suffering from two strokes. Four other officers who responded to the riot committed suicide in the months following. Once again, although very serious and needs to be taken seriously, and the way that the officers in the Thin Blue Line were treated that day was absolutely abhorrent. And I vehemently disagree with what happened. No officers died because of January 6th. Inadvertently, well, I guess you could make that case. But all of a sudden, Democrats care about the police? What a blatant and undeniable lie. If we're going to focus on January 6th, one singular day, in all of the years that we've had police, well, why don't we focus on the death toll in 2019? There was 149. About 2020, when we had 373. Or 2021, where 472 officers died in the line of duty. Mostly avoidable. And how about 2022, 239? And it's still drastically over the 2018 number of 184. Zero should be the answer. All since 1786, 23,299 officers slain since 1786. So much more than January 6th. Maybe we could just have a national holiday for officers. Maybe we could make it January 1st, the start of the new year, to try to turn a leaf and stop being criminals and actually respect the police officers that help us sleep safe at night. The real story about this is that police officers and firefighters are more likely to die by suicide than in the line of duty. And it's a troubling trend that researchers say didn't improve in 2020 despite national suicide rates decreasing. It did not increase or decrease in 2021 or 2022 either. In many places, police morale has plunged and retirements and resignations have skyrocketed. A recent poll and investigation into this shows a startling 45% increase in the retirement rate and a nearly 20% increase in resignations in 2021 through 22 compared to the previous year. Places that called for the defund the police movement, including Joe Biden, our president, have done a 180 degree and backpedaled. Why? Because crime is skyrocketing. Advocates of defunding the police often like to note that policing is less dangerous than many other jobs. 
It has a lower injury and fatality rate than occupations like logging, fishing, and steelworking, for example, but Democrats don't give those people any respect either. They and others argue that police academies should put less emphasis on safety against other priorities like conduct towards suspects. That sounds more like Democrats. That police should be less trigger-happy and that statistics about violence against police receive too much attention. Of course they do. Their arguments are wrong because they ignore the counterfactual. Cops are relatively safer because they are taught to be safety conscience. Just as important, these arguments fail to consider how the dangers of policing are unique. Loggers and steelworkers take safety precautions, of course, but the injuries in those industries are mostly the product of accidents, not of human intention, or going ahead and setting them up to die in a crossfire of bullets with a high-powered rifle being called to something like a cat in the tree. In policing, by contrast, a significant subset of injuries and deaths are the result of choices by the people whom police are responsible for managing or apprehending. I've never seen a volatile tree before. The rising prevalence of officer injuries and deaths translate poorly for efforts to curtail the national violent crime spike. Even if criminals don't feel more emboldened to attack cops, rising violence against police may be a self-reinforcing phenomenon. The more dangerous policing is, the fewer there will be who want to do the job or do it well, and that in turn will lead to more violent crime. And they want to ban guns, too. 1.6 million nonviolent and over 600,000 violent crimes are thwarted simply because of the ownership of firearms. Officers need a national holiday. I completely agree. But not one focused on January 6th. Maybe we shouldn't even focus on the BLM riots that increased officer suicides and ambush-style murders within their ranks, or the $2 billion in damages in the 186-plus riots that tore our cities apart for all that time. Maybe we can do is also pretend that the Freedom Convoy posed the real threat during that time and ignored the fingerprints of Democrats' silence and hush bail money as a clear ownership of their own hypocrisy nor the constant scrutiny and malicious attempt to lynch the current police force with every accusation and Karen watching from the sidelines and their antics to remove them from the streets because of situations that are already hard enough without their unfettered loathing. Maybe we could forget about Obama's war on police and the Democrats' progressive labor of love with releasing criminals back onto the street. And we may just remember the officers and first responders who gave their lives during 9-11. Yes, there are many reasons why we should honor the thin blue line and all of their sacrifices. January 6 is antithetical and is really a thin black mark on Democrats and their feeble attempt to immortalize the forgettable that will never be forgotten because of their political pontification and callous, dangerous rhetoric. Folks, that's it for the Don't Unfriend Me show tonight. Do me a favor, pound that like, share, and subscribe button. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you enjoyed the show, let me know. And if you didn't, you can also tell me down below. I'm sure I won't cry too much. I will go out like I always do every single night with the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. That number is actually rising because of police officers and firefighters. 
with suicide. You're also seeing Afghanistan and a lot of that generation in the first Iraq war also reaching an age. They need your help. In the military, you need a swim buddy, you need a battle buddy, and today they need anybody, that anybody is you. Please, you see the signs of post-traumatic stress, TBIs, anxiety, depression, all of these things. It can be helped with a conversation, and that's what the Veteran Crisis Hotline does. It's free of charge. You'll never be asked to divulge your identity if you don't want to. It's anonymous, and it will never be reported to your duty station. And last but not least, if you are a civilian, all you have to do is pick up the phone. Folks, do me a favor. Stop by my site. And I've put all the ads at the end. I hope you appreciate it. You can go to thedumbshow.com and you can buy Minutemen coffee, some cool shirts, some hats, coffee mugs, all that great stuff, all veteran owned and made. And then also, if you want to do me a favor, stop by pfcflags.com. This cool flag behind me right here was made by Justin and his wife, Katie. They're all made out of wood. They are 100% made in the USA and they are beautiful wooden flags. Stop by and see them. Folks, thank you so much for watching me. I will be back tonight at 8.30 and I will also have a recorded show tomorrow. God bless and I will see you on the flip side. Thank you.